Welcome, everyone. This is Elton McMillan, and you're listening to the Quest Life Podcast, the show that equips and encourages Quest Life alumni impacted by the life-changing encounter of a five-and-a-half-day quest. Well, welcome to our conversation about twos and threes. You know, for many of us, we can hide in a large group of people, and for some, that may seem safe being unseen. Yet, Jesus encourages us to live out our lives in small groups of twos and threes. And for many of us, that makes us uncomfortable. In this series, you're going to be really encouraged to overcome the obstacles of time, uh, your personal bubble, and really a fear of being vulnerable. We had a great time doing this podcast. I think you're going to enjoy it. Let's join in the conversation. Right. Makes sense? No. No, I think that's really good. All right. Well, you guys ready to get started? Let's go. Let's make it happen. All right. This Today, we're talking about twos and threes. And as we get into that, as we were, you know, we were just talking about what is it that makes us think that we have to go to a four-walled box with more than twos and threes? You know, what is it about the big crowd? Is it because it's safe? It's because what we've always done, you know? What are you guys' thoughts on that? Why, when, when you say twos and threes, I guess, what have you heard is the reaction to twos and threes? Yeah. I mean, I, I think just at, at its very core, it's biblical. Right? So let's start with the foundation mm-hmm. that we're not making this up. That's this good. is Matthew 18, 20. Mm-hmm. Where two or three gather in my name, there I am among you. Is a promise with a, with a certain number. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's interesting. It's, he, he, Are there he, any other promises with numbers? Yeah. I don't know. I just, that no, just came to my no, head. So. I mean, so it's anyway. really specific, right? Yeah, it's very specific. Jesus says, where two or three gather in my name, there I am among you. Mm-hmm. Now, the context of that has been argued that it's discipline and church discipline and all that. Let's just, let's just look at the verse for what it is. Okay. There's a promise there where two or three gather. So it tells me that it, to... For the kingdom to come, and Jesus is the kingdom, he brings the kingdom with him, hmm. it needs a quorum, or it, it, a quorum of two and three can actually bring Jesus, which brings the kingdom. Wow. Think about, think about this as it relates to just your world, yeah. your workplace. Yeah. That you can, go into, I, you can go to Google tomorrow, and if you're a born-again believer, Jesus says, if two of you or three gather in my name in that place... Mm-hmm. The kingdom comes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I will be among you. It changes everything. Right. So to me, that's the power. It's not really the either or of whether I go to a big gathering. I think the big gathering is something that people like and it's, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. there. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking about how do we really impact this world right. and, and, and that God has really shown us that twos and threes can make a huge difference yeah. you know, in our lives. I'm wondering if it's also a matter of just to your question, expanding the number of voices, expanding the um, the interactions that we have that encourage and support our continued growth and discipleship. Okay. You know, how, and that's not to say, you know, be open-minded and take it all in. Yeah. yeah. But if you spend as much time encouraging and building up and strengthening on social media platforms, why not have mm. a platform that is old-fashioned analog face-to-face in a coffee shop with people who you can actually interact with on real time. 
mm-hmm. and those people be like-minded to understand those concepts of what the two and three are for is not to say that, you know, it's not an either-or mindset. It's not exclusionary. It's just what else do I need to grow in the way that I want to be as a Christ follower? Yeah. You know, because if I'm a small group has a different, there's a different meaning for that. There's a different purpose for that. The large group on whatever weekend day you choose, Mm. there's a place for that. There's a meaning for that. Yes. There are the friends that you pick up the phone and you just call and you may have known them for 35, 40 years, but are they the people who are going to build you up and strengthen you and into whom you're allowed to speak? Yeah. Are those those people that are your twos and threes? I don't know that these twos and threes mean that you have to be best buddies for the rest of your life. Okay. It's all, I, I, a friend of mine wrote an article years ago about the kaleidoscope of discipleship. Hmm. A kaleidoscope is only interesting when there are different shapes and different colors. And you have to consider what are the shapes and colors that I need in my life to go gather those things to make sure that what, what you're seeing yeah. is an interesting composite of all the possible perspectives. Yeah. yeah. My favorite people to talk to, the, the people that I go to to build me up, are not necessarily my like-minded friends. They are like-minded in Scripture, but they don't do what I do, eat what I eat. They don't have the same color that I have, and they haven't known me for years and years. They're in a position to really speak truth because hmm. they don't necessarily know all the background. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the risk you take, though, in having that conversation? I think that some oh. people will be like, I don't know if I want to do that. Be vulnerable. Yeah. Well, that's the risk of growing. Yeah, yeah. Growing is hard. You know, we've, yeah. we've talked before about just the training aspect of discipleship. The yeah. fact that, you know, speaking the truth in love is um, sometimes it, it bruises. And it's not that yeah. we intentionally bruise, but sometimes just in asking you the question, yeah. why did you do that? Where did that come from? <laughs> Have you considered fill in the blank? Yeah. Whatever yeah. that is, yeah. causes an, an unrest in you that isn't bad to embrace the fact that I'm going to get up off the chair of my flatlined spiritual growth mm-hmm. and quest is a huge part of that mm-hmm. you know it's kind of a pull up by the arm let's go yeah. yeah let's go this this doesn't have to be your name tag this doesn't have to define the entirety of your life get up and move on find people who continue to speak that vocabulary to you mm-hmm. and it's a you have a twos or threes. Yeah. I mean, I think you said it, um, it's purpose. So, so for example, it's not either or. So there's a purpose for a big gathering. Sure. You know, what is the purpose of 5,000 sitting, 2,000 people, 500 in an auditorium? Mm-hmm. It's really to hear and to get knowledge, basically, mm-hmm. vision. Um, but it doesn't grow you in relationships because you, you, you're really sitting shoulder to shoulder to each other. And there's no com- there's no deep intimacy relationship mm-hmm. in that form it's not meant to be right it's not the purpose of it and even small groups with multiple people doesn't give you that environment either because you don't know who's there mm-hmm. and and so even that provides more of a social so i look at small groups more like let's share some knowledge and let's be social so we have friends but i think the twos and threes really are meant for the deep intimacy of walk where i can trust you with the things of my heart, right? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be one, but where is God giving you that relationship? I mean, if you think about it, God started the world with two. The Trinity is three. So 
the power of these twos and threes, I believe, is in what I call the power of agreement. That the kingdom mm-hmm. doesn't really, the power of the kingdom is not in amount, it's, it's, it's in agreement, where two agree upon anything. So in Matthew mm-hmm. uh, 18, in, um, I think it's 18, 19, he says, where two agree upon anything on the earth, according to the will mm-hmm. of God, it shall be done. So there is a formula for 100% success, prayer success. Mm-hmm. Think about it. It's 100% guaranteed. If two of you agree upon anything connected to what God's agreeing with, right? then it becomes, he said, it shall be done unto them. Right. So when you look at twos and threes, really you're looking at the power of coming in agreement, agreeing with God for certain things. So if I'm in my workplace mm-hmm. and I'm praying for my workplace and there's, I know a, a guy who's going through a divorce or a, or a child who's ill or whatever mm-hmm. in my workplace, if I come with you and say, Elton, let's pray for Jimmy or let's pray for Sarah mm-hmm. and let's agree with God. I mean, there's a power in that agreement that you don't get in the masses because the masses, there's no agreement in the masses. It's just we're just cluttered together. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we kind of miss over the, the kingdom principle of agreement in unity. I mean, that's what Jesus prayed about in John 17. I mean, his utter prayer was God that they may be one. Mm-hmm. As we are one. Who's we? Three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So right. I think the 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 Quest alumni that leaves uh, an event and go, how do I keep walking this out? I think this element of twos and threes are crucial. Mm-hmm. I think you've made a really good point with, um, with, with the strengthening aspect of it. As I'm, as I'm hearing you talking, I'm reminded that in the Old Testament, twos is also brought, brought up from the perspective of witness two witnesses. Mm. So I think sometimes what we're actually talking about, I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to go find two or three new best friends because you use the phrase trust with my heart. Mm -hmm. What do I want to trust them with my heart? Do I want to trust them with my deep thoughts or do I want trustworthy traveling companions and witnesses to my heart that is for Mm. Christ? That's good. That is moving toward Christ. Yeah. So that when I need comfort, they understand comfort. I understand comfort. I witness that they were comforted because we we comforted one another according to Scripture. Mm. When I make a confession of sin or I missed the mark or, you know, whatever phrase you want to use, I missed it. I didn't do what God asked me to do or I did something I knew I wasn't supposed to. Fill in the blank. They witnessed that I confessed it, which means their encouragement of me is, you confessed that. And if you believe the Bible, then he's faithful and just to forgive and cleanse. He's not talking about this with you anymore. So where's the guilt coming from? Where's the shame coming from? We prayed for you, according to scripture, that healing would begin. So healing is starting. How is How are you step, stepping in and thwarting the healing of God? that's happening in your life. Hmm. The idea is witnessing. So I'm witnessing I'm it. witnessing it. Yes. I am seeing God move, and I'm simply here to say, yep, I saw it. I saw it. I heard hmm. it. heard what you said. Yeah. I heard what you said. I was there. We prayed for you. I was there. I can write it down for you. I can document it for you because hmm. we need the documentation of our growth. That is different than me picking up the phone and calling my college friend. Mm-hmm. I need my college friend. I, I need that. I need mm-hmm. my sisters, my biological sisters. But I also need witnesses that say, you know what? I heard that confession, and I'm seeing you walk that differently. And if you ever get in trouble with that, and by that I mean you are overwhelmed and oppressed 
by the accuser Mm -hmm. who would come and tell you you're not worthy, you're disqualified, Mm -hmm. and would heap shame on you, you come to me. I saw it. I was there when it happened, and I can remind you yeah. of who you are. And I think, I mean, perfect. I mean, you just said to in, I mean, talking to our audience, right, which mm-hmm. understands some of these principles, yeah. is like comforted. Like, mm-hmm. are you, do you need to be comforted? Mm-hmm. Also, can I provide a safe place that you can actually confess your sin right. and feel like it's safe between us so that right. I can unload this and be healed from it and you can pray for me? Those are the interaction that brings a lot of healing. I've been in ministry for a lot of years where, let's say guys, are, people are struggling with different sins. They don't know where to kind of unload that. Right. And they yeah. think it's just Jesus and them. So they all their lives, they secretly go, to, exactly. they do this kind of vertical, which is part of what it's we teach, which sure. is you're forgiven. Hey, you're forgiven nine. from that sin. That's right. But the healing aspect is kind of a James 5, 16, where you got to go to a brother. Those are the environments, I believe, that, Hmm. that helps you right. grow. And you said it, I think you nailed it when you said, what is this, these gatherings for is to help each other grow more like Christ, like to move in the direction of mm-hmm. Christ-likeness. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, the verse says, where two or three gather in my name. So what does in my name mean? We think it's just putting Jesus' name at the end of a prayer. Right. I mean, we've actually made it a formula. And yes. that's a great conversation Right, for a whole another day. I mean, that's a whole topic. I'm loving that. Like you know, like mm. just because you say his name at the end, therefore it's. Mm-hmm. C- mm-hmm. But what does it literally mean to gather in his name? Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, so yeah, I would say just just one thing. Like I said, this this is probably a whole podcast is if I gather in your name, that means I'm about your business. Right. Yes. That means I'm not there to talk about the Cowboys. But there's times we talk about the Cowboys because right. mm-hmm. we eat chips and dip. Sure. And that is not a small, this is not this small group. This small group is, if I'm gathering in his name, I'm saying, Lord, what are you about in this meeting mm-hmm. if I gather in your name? And I think at the core of the Lord's heart is that we become more like him. Right. Yeah. So if I'm gathering in his name, then the move is to help us grow into his likeness, exactly. which demands comfort, which demands confession, right. which demands, hey, I heard you say that, the witness part of it. Right. Hey, that doesn't mean that. Hey, stop doing that. Hey, be yeah. careful with that. Yeah. That we've is not Christ-like. Prayed, you know? Or we've already yeah. prayed about that. You've already, mm-hmm. We've already walked there. What are you doing to push through? And it, is the, it doesn't then require uh, advanced degrees. I'm not... I, there's a niche of people who teach me. There's a place I go for Bible study. Correct. There's a place I go for, I mean, all of those things. This is a piece of the for friendship For social. Yeah. That are people who are representing the nature of the kingdom of heaven. And for our purposes, reflected in quest, to listen yes. and to pray. That's all. And not advising, not studying, not doing a book study, not none of those things. This can be a 15-minute gathering. This can be, it doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours. In fact, the more you meet, the the emptier your pockets are, mm-hmm. and the more time you have to just assess where are where are we in space? Where are we three in space? And let's move on. I mean, a simple question is, guys, could be like, how are you doing in growing in Christ-likeness? Mm-hmm. What is stopping you this week in growing in Christ-likeness? Right? Yeah. Like, exactly. those are the kind of questions mm-hmm. that really this gathering pu- puts mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. What about that sin that easily besets you that you've confessed? How are you doing with that? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right. See? That isn't about knowledge. It's about what are you doing about it? Yes. Yes. How mm. are you moving forward with that? And let's pray. As you can hear, we had so much to talk about in this episode. You know, when we gather together in his name, what we're asking is, Father, well, what are you about doing in this time together? What What's on your heart? I would encourage you to check out part two of our twos and three series as well. There's so much. We have this part one, part two, and part three. A lot is in there. If you would like to know more about the five and a half day quest, you can find us at thequestlife.com. Once again, thequestlife.com. Remember, you're invited. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you.